Hello, and welcome to another episode of Alcoholics. I'm your host, Trey Myers. I'm joined by my co-host, Katrina Marks. Katrina, how are you? Doing well. The weather's beautiful, and I've awoken from my seasonal depression. Yes. How about you? I, the, <laughs> I'm good. The weather is wonderful outside. Um, we have gone on numerous walks around our neighborhood. The mm-hmm. first walks we've taken around our neighborhood since we moved here, I want to say six to eight months ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, it's been, the weather's been perfect. Oh yeah. Just beautiful. Just beautiful. Just like 60, 70s. We, it's been window weather. The cats have been loving it. Cause oh they, yeah. They're having a good time. They all jam themselves into the windows when we <laughs> open them up. Um, lots of birds here. Lots of birds. We just see cardinals oh my in front of our house. Are you going to tell the story? <laughs> so, <laughs> Jesus. A couple you guys ready for a feel good one? You ready for a feel good? <laughs> a couple nights ago, we were just sitting on the couch. We, I think we had the windows open, and I, I thought I heard a thud, and I, you know, nothing else happened. I thought nothing of it, and we went out to go for a walk. I want to say Wednesday. And we open the front door. There's a dead bird on our yes. porch. <laughs> and there's like splatter on the window. Yeah. So I guess our windows are not very clean. They're not. That bird like, was... There's no reason it would think that wasn't a, like. That's a window. Yeah. That was clearly a window. And like, yeah, it's bad. And that was rough. And that was not a fun sight. Um, you handled it well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't. No, you did not. You <laughs> seemed like you thought the bird was going to instantly come back to life and harm you. Yeah. Which I found, I personally found very funny. It's the same way I feel about bugs. Like when they're dead. When they're like, dead. I'm just they're like, afraid they're going to come back They're and like, get me. ooh, I know you. I remember you. I'm coming for you. <laughs> um, yeah, but... But how have you been enjoying our walks? We've we've taken there, what three walks? Three walks this, this week. week. Mm-hmm. It's been really nice. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah. Yep. Every other day. It's been very very nice. Our neighborhood is really cool. It's nice to see all the different houses and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They all seem to have the same like weird panel siding on, like where their windows are. <laughs> I don't think that's weird. Every single, every single house, they're all the same. I find that weird. No, I think every house has that pretty much. No. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. Yeah. Did our old house have it? I don't remember. I don't think so. We didn't even realize our house had it until after the walks. (laughs) We're like, holy shit, everybody has it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like our, I like our neighborhood. I feel like every, I feel like we can walk for like, like a half an hour. And I feel like I'm always just like a right turn away from seeing where we live. Oh yeah. It's just a ton of cul-de-sacs. <laughs> it's just it's like. A very suburban area. Just t- like, like just walk, turn, walk, turn, walk. Oh, wait, that's where I live. We got to <laughs> go a different place. So that's yeah, and lots of hills. Too. Lots of hills. God, I hate that. Mm. I hate that. It's good for us though. I don't care if it's good for <laughs> us. I don't care. My my calves hurt so much after our walks because at some point it's just like a straight uphill, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I hate this. Why is this continuing to happen? This is from someone who hasn't exercised in. Whew, I mean, when did the pandemic start? Because <laughs> before that, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to a. I'm not going. Uh, uh, hey, terrain. COVID 19's prevalent. You want to pop into this Planet Fitness? No, thank you. I'm not an idiot. Um, and everybody who went to Planet Fitness during the the pandemic, I do think you're an idiot. I want that to be known too. I want. Idiot. <laughs> like like got, like no you're just walking into a germ factory everyone's touching everybody's stuff they're breathing on it they're being weird and you're like i gotta get fit no fucking no absolutely not no this this went to a different place than i thought it would i just want that to be known i wasn't prepared to go there but that's where we are um i'm trying to think if we have any fun stuff coming up April, no. April Fools is coming up. We uh, 
Yeah, we, but we normally do so much. We, there's going to be a, a prank war in our house. Absolutely not. <laughs> a, a huge prank war. We're picking out our pool liner tomorrow. Yeah, that's fun. That's going to be fun. Right, what do you um? What do you think you want to go for? You want to go for like a, a nice base blue so that it looks like all blue in there? Or do you want to get like fancy? I mean, if there's a purple, I would totally want a purple. I feel like we'd we'd have to get it, but also it would just look insane. I don't know. I think think pretty much any other color besides purple will look insane. I know that you can't, we can't get black because it'll superheat our pool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I think red would be horrifying. Red Um, would be hilarious. Yeah. So, so either like a deep blue or a purple, I think is what i'm thinking of right now but we don't we have zero idea what the options are it's gonna so. we're gonna get a blue we're gonna get a blue i that feel like that's little, the only choices we'll we're, have. we're gonna get a blue with like little things on it or like maybe like you know yeah i definitely want something kind of cool like like a pattern if, the, if that's an option yeah but again we don't know what the options we are. know what the options are we'll find out we'll, we'll let you know one more thing temptation island is back it is back temptation island is back and, and we got our first we can't binge it like we did the, the first three seasons yes. we have to watch them one at a time we have to time. watch it week by week and it's like which actually very anticlimactic that way i think it, it's anticlimactic that way for the first episode but i think we're gonna oh, get no. better ones see the thing when, the we, first episode, when we watched all of it it was just like oh my god i have to see the next episode right now like we watched them all within like two days like so fast because and and I feel like just having to wait for a week is going to be awful. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah, but it, I, I do think, obviously, first episode is just introducing us to the mm-hmm. couples and to the, the singles that are there. Mm-hmm. And there so. are already two men that you can tell are just total trash <laughs> for the, you know, couples. So um, I think it's going to be way more fun to actually watch it uh like like what i think this one was way like a fun. i sorry let me way more fun than the first episode the first episode's oh, okay. just like an like okay. a like yeah. a fill like a like an intro and then we're now we're gonna get like we're gonna get into the like real meat of the mm-hmm. of this of the uh retreat and i'm very excited for that yeah it's gonna be fantastic and we'll meat be updating of the you. retreat the meat of the retreat i rhymed on purpose <laughs> um um anything else before we get started not that i can think of oh the mass Singer's back, and and Rudy has not been revealed yet. Rudy hasn't been revealed, we'll and be, may not be revealed. We'll be waiting. We still for, don't know. We'll be waiting for Rudy. He's um, been cut or not. I I have not watched it. I won't watch it probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say that the mass Singer, like the voting system, clearly hates black women because <laughs> like there's a woman who's like so fucking talented, and you can like. Like she's she's got a, an amazing voice, and they're like, "Well, this stupid Cyclops is funny, so he's better than her, I guess." <laughs> so, just want to point that out. Yeah, I I I don't watch it, but I I believe you for from what I've seen mm-hmm. that tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah. I, I'm I'm struggling because I don't want to go to the first topic because <laughs> I don't. It's never, it's never fun. But yeah, the news has been like so fun lately, guys. The news has been so good. So let's let's power through the first, and then we'll 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 keep going. So, um, President Zelensky of Ukraine um, had a an address in front of Congress where he um, pleaded for more help from the United States. Um, Joe Biden had pledged to provide more um and i'm just trying to find it here pledge to provide more anti-aircraft um uh more anti-armor weapons and drones Mm -hmm. um for Zelensky. Zelensky is still calling for a um a no-fly zone Mm -hmm. um and Zelensky also during his plea um said that for biden to be the um the leader of the world he needs to be the leader for peace Mm -hmm. um as well as showing a horrifying video of the atrocities that um, the Russians are uh, committing in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess let's start with the video because you definitely seemed like 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 that that was I mean 
if you don't have a heart, you felt nothing. But that was oh yeah, it was a, the very direct impactful. that was a very impactful portion of the direct appeal to mm-hmm. the United States. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think that was very smart um, to show that because that's something that you know. I think Zelensky knew he needed to not just appeal to Congress, but to the American people. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely a very good way to do it. Um, Like, especially the way the video was cut to, it was just intersplicing normal Ukrainian life, which seems very similar to Mm -hmm. normal American life um, with what's happening now um, and the realities of it. Like the dead bodies mm-hmm. on the ground now of civilians. So yeah, it was, it was very impactful. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I it was it was, you know, horrifying to watch. Like, I mean, and, and Zelensky is like proven that he is an incredible leader for his nation. Like this direct appeal to the United States with, um, you know, like like I. I the way that like like showing exactly what is happening there and um, showing it in like the, like you said with the, like the cut of here's what normal Ukrainian life is. Here's how, here's how we're just like you. Mm-hmm. We, we are, we are happy families. We love going outside. We love spending time with each other. We have, um, you know, cities with city life and, and then showing like the absolute destruction that's happening and, and still like, them having the resolve and uh you know the resilience to uh fight against this much much bigger um uh force Mm -hmm. is is it's just it's awful that it that it is happening like this doesn't have to happen this is literally like one man saying i want this war and seemingly no one else of authority thinks it's a good idea unless asked by him directly where they have to answer that or face you know horrible punishment Mm -hmm. um so i mean what do you i i'm wondering what else the uh biden administration can really do right um continued sanctions are happening pressure to to pull businesses out of russia is is happening Mm -hmm. um lots of businesses are following uh following that uh following that pressure and um removing themselves and in the sense in in the specific situations where some of them aren't a lot it, it seems to show they're either like some of them can't in the in the um like how burger king and papa john's can't pull certain like they can't stop certain stores because there's a the franchise the franchisees a yeah. russian and uh is doing that or you have like you know places like uh coke industries that are Mm -hmm. continuing to operate there because they're awful Mm -hmm. (laughs) no no reasoning behind that other than well no it's just that we're bad people the uh the russian stock uh, exchange shut down Mm -hmm. uh indefinitely yeah i mean like the the sanctions are definitely working yeah the the russian financial system is an absolute shambles at this point mm-hmm. um the people of russia are definitely feeling the pressure um and i, I don't want to say hurt necessarily because it's not really <laughs> compared to what the mm-hmm. ukrainians are suffering but it's definitely affecting day-to-day life in russia mm-hmm. um and there are definitely russians speaking out mm-hmm. um and there's mounting pressure but it's obviously uh, met with a dictator who arrests children uh, for protesting, arrests people holding up blank signs for protesting. So mm-hmm. there's not, you know, it, it's the pressure definitely needs to continue, but it's it's hard to reason with a madman. Yeah. So if you're not a rational actor, then what do we like that? That's that definitely uh, is the question of now. Like there is there is so much negative happening. So it's like, what is, what is the breaking point? And like, mm-hmm. when does this become, when do you turn back into a rational actor and say, this has done, this has been incredibly negative for my country as it is. 
um, the international community is not going to welcome me back um, if I continue this war of aggression. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether or not uh, Putin feels that pressure, that's unfortunately, you know, that's all we can really do is is put that pressure on. Right. What I mean, what essentially we're doing is putting pressure to for the Russian people to oust him. To, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and that's what we need to happen. Mm-hmm. Because I don't believe that I don't think it would matter much what we do. I think for him to back down would be worse than death in his mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's something that there's not much we can do except provide all the avenues to foster an environment where they can remove him and mm-hmm. where we're doing anything we can to protect the Ukrainians without starting a war. Yeah, without putting ourselves in a situation where we escalate it to a, like, Cause we, combat between us and Russia. Right, because it's clear we don't have a rational or in any way caring about humanity no. leader who's got tons of nuclear weapons and that's what it comes down to. If this, yeah. I think I really think if this that's was I a, just want to, I just want to, because the way I heard that kind of sounded weird, but I'm, what you're saying is Putin is a, a not a rational actor and has access to nuclear weapons. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. And I don't, and even if he thinks like, even if he's rational and in some senses, he doesn't care about the human mm-hmm. caused human, like, yeah, I we could see him launching one of these nukes because he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what it comes down. Like <laughs> if this was a another country um invading um that didn't have nuclear capabilities, I think we would probably already be taking we would have much much absolutely. further steps. We would have we would have been way more heavy handed. Mm-hmm. But this is a you know this is a this is a nuclear power. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to be heavy handed because we're not trying to start a nuclear world war. Which I do th- like. There's there's this like there's this situation where you're like you can feel two things. One, you can feel I think we need to do more especially after watching Zelensky speak mm-hmm. and make that plea directly to the American government. There's, you can have that feeling of, I, we need to do more, but also have that feeling of like, I understand their needs. Like we can't, like I understand that in, in certain aspects we cannot like front to front have a, like one, like combat with Russia because we are then starting something that could be like, like I, I, we we are an incredibly war weary country. We've been at war for like almost the entirety of the mm-hmm. my life. Right. So there's there's clearly that like this there's this situation where like the American people don't want to go to war, but we also the American people don't want to watch a country get stomped out by uh, by an invader. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's well I. I and I'll 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 cut it there because we can talk more about what the what the American people tend to want versus what they don't want and how they um, can find more certain things um, more it tugs at their heartstrings more based on who's the victim of it. Oh um, yeah, for yeah. sure. So absolutely, I don't want to go too far into that because then we'll get off track, but. But I, I, I mean, watching Zelensky speak, uh, watching him be like this person who is fighting for his nation in every single way that he can and making a direct plea to the United States to but like it's I, I it, it is so infuriating to see like like the likes of like Madison Cawthorn saying that Zelensky's a thug and yep. And like the the like like were, weird weird right wingers like eight eight eight, yep. eight members of the house mm-hmm. all like voted against removing a uh, favored trade status for Russia all, all right wing all in like not just Republicans like these are like the shitty of the shitty mm-hmm. like these are the Lauren Boberts these are the Chip Roy's they're the fucking worst mm-hmm. so yeah. And and these are the same people that 
I bet during that joint address fucking gave Zelensky a standing out. Right. But we'll but we'll follow the lead of Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson. Oh no, terrain. Oh yeah. Terrain. Putin's changed. He's changed. He's changed. In the from the from the week ago when I said that he's a genius, I think he changed. Mm-hmm. Fucking idiot. Um, you wanna move on to something? <laughs> Let's move on to something brighter. <laughs> You like that? You like what I did yeah, there? The United the United States Senate by unanimous uh by unanimous voice vote uh passed the Sunshine Protection Act. Um so this is making daylight sa- this this bill would make daylight savings time permanent. It still needs to go to the House and be signed by the President of the United States. Katrina, what do you think? Of the Sunshine Protection Act. I love it. I think it's great. It gets her glowing review. (laughs) I've been like, uh, the last like, I want to say three or four weeks, I've been like, God, when is daylight savings time happening? Mm -hmm. I need those clocks to move forward. It's dark too early. It's bright too early. Push it back. Push it back. Because <laughs> I kept waking up at like six and it's bright out. And I'm like, I need more sleep. Turn the light off. <laughs> Turn the light off. <laughs> and now it's nice and bright until like seven already, 730. Like, mm-hmm. mm. that's good for our mental health. Yeah. it is. I think it's very good for mental health. Mm-hmm. It's also, I think, uh, let's, <laughs> I think that, I think that this is great. I want to just say. I firmly believe that there's no reason to set clocks back and have, um, or set clock, set clocks forward. I don't remember what the fuck. Set clocks back, like I said, yeah. To and, standard time. And have it be dark at five thirty. <laughs> there's just no reason for that. Four forty-five. There's no reason for it. There's none. There. You know what people like when it's bright when they go outside. Sunshine. Now, Leaving work in the dark was always so awful. It's this. It's it's so depressing. Yeah. To leave work in the dark and know I'm going home. I can't do anything, and then I just gotta go to bed and wake up and go back to fucking work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's awful. It's awful. I I think that this is great. Um, do you have any reservations that this was spearheaded partially by Marco Rubio? No. Do you think? <laughs> did it ever? It was did you ever think? Did you ever think during that? Hey, maybe. Hang on. Maybe I'm wrong about this. It was also spearheaded by really liberal people. Yes. Like White House and um, the guy from Massachusetts, whose name I can't. Ed Markey. Yeah. Ed, Ed Markey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think. And that, John Lovett's been <laughs> yeah, yes. talking about it for ages. Yes. Former Obama uh, writer John Lovett has been. Very vocal about this. I don't think Lovett likes this in its form, though. And I don't remember what his opinion is about this specifically. I think that he said that you're like places should be able to like like states, I guess, should be able to vote and figure out which time they want to stay on. And then do they kind of do that already. I, I don't know. They can I, do that already. OK. Will you hear that, John? I believe. <laughs> oh, well, hang on. <laughs> hang on, John. She's back. Maybe, maybe they could only choose to not do <laughs> daily savings time yeah i think but, that's the case i mean this is best i think what do you say to the people who say that it's going to be dark like pitch black when kids are waiting for the school bus at certain times of the year i don't care <laughs> start school later <laughs> somebody's with them anyway Ooh. right no someone is with them oh my god depending no. on their age they should they should be somebody with them. probably but not always not yeah. always i do like that i i i i wanted to do like devil's advocate it but i didn't expect i don't care <laughs> fuck them kids <laughs> oh man you know this is the clip right you know this is the clip oh. <laughs> like you really fucked up because this is the clip and i'm 100 gonna make it the clip um I won't, because uh, I feel like you won't allow me to. Um, <laughs> let's move. By the way, this is all the news flight. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> the news flight. Um, uh, <laughs> Democrats are um, debating a change to their primary calendar. 
um, uh, Democratic uh, mem- members of the de- uh, Democratic National Committee are looking to find ways to dilute the power of Iowa and New Hampshire, who go first. They're looking to there. There are new multiple ways that they're looking to potentially uh, deal with this situation, including changing the calendar to favor more diverse states, um, changing the calendar to favor primaries versus caucuses, um, and uh, changing the calendar to try to put more competitive states first. Um, what do you think about the idea of not having Iowa and New Hampshire being the um, the the taste the taste testers of democracy? Question mark. I don't know really what. To, <laughs> sorry, that was in my head. Like, what should I do? Um, but yeah, what do you think about what do you think about that, uh, the potential of diluting the power of New Hampshire and, and Iowa? That'd be great. Doesn't make any sense that they have any power. <laughs> any power? Any. Do you mean more than this their, much? Their three votes that they get. Um. Wait, stop. What? What? They have three votes? I don't know. You don't know. I'm pretty sure Iowa has like, are we talking about electoral? Yeah, something. That's still wrong, what you're talking about. They're small, though. They are small. I agree, but they can't. Small, white, (laughs) bad. Uh, how do you think let's let's <laughs> how do you think um, the Democrats should choose who goes first? I think all those things you listed would be good. Diverse, competitive. I think you said something else. Like primaries over caucuses. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. All of them. Democrat. We should get rid of caucuses, right? Caucuses are stupid. Caucuses are dumb. They're incredibly anti-democratic. Yep. There's there's no reason for a caucus versus a primary. Yeah. Like, there's really none. I, I don't think that there's a... I, I truly don't think that there's a good argument that exists to um, do a um, caucus versus a primary. I'd love to hear a good argument. Like a good... Oh, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> it's fun's not a good one. You get to talk about your opinion. You could do that in the line while you're waiting to vote if you live in a black neighborhood. <laughs> uh, like, so I do like like I, I just don't think that there's a I don't think that there is a, a like a good uh, argument that exists. Like I think one argument that I think that I that I've heard that like potentially may hold any water is organizing in an election is important and people who do well in caucuses do well with uh, people who help organize something like that, which I think that's like literally the only argument that I think that at least has some sorts of merit. I don't agree with it, but it has some sorts of merit. I'd argue, you know, who's probably pretty good at organizing the candidate that wins the primary. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I I think that it at least has merit, but overall there's absolutely no reason that we should be doing caucuses. Um we should be doing primaries. Uh, what what state do you think should go first? Will you you get to you the the DNC comes to you and they say Katrina, we need to figure out which state goes first in our primary ca- uh, calendar. They ask you. They're like, we'll put whatever state you want first. What state do you think goes first? I think PA would actually be a pretty good state to go first. <laughs> fucking wow. It's, it's much more diverse. Up. It's much more diverse. It's a battleground state. It's got a lot of electoral college votes. Um, PA, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. Come on and raise up. <laughs> I think any of those would be pretty good. I think mm-hmm. you. I think if you want a real good judge of the country, you you shouldn't pick a red or blue state. Pick a purple state. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, definitely make sure you got some diversity there. Yeah. What do you think? Who's your state? So I've before the the idea of putting a competitive state in. 
I've I'd always said Illinois should go first because mm-hmm. I think Illinois um, is is definitely um, demographically I think the the most representative for so I think I, I would say uh, I would normally say Illinois um, with the idea of competitiveness I think my first state would be Virginia. I think Virginia um, would is Virginia be... very diverse? Is it is it nicely diverse? I, I don't mean, really know. I it. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by nicely diverse, <laughs> Katrina. That's a crazy representatively diverse. I think it. I think it. It is. Um, um, I I but I would I would choose um Virginia. It has um a diverse population. It has. Um, rural areas and mm-hmm. urban areas. So does PA. I. I <laughs> Why not PA? Why Virginia over PA? Uh, Is it just because you hate PA? <laughs> Whoa! Hang on. Um, I. I because uh, PA is uh, about seventy three per court, and I'm I'm looking at a I'm looking at um, uh, Wikipedia for this. Uh, because PA is seventy three percent white and Virginia is sixty percent white. Oh really? Yeah. Excuse me. Wow. Did you just burp into the microphone? I didn't mean to. <laughs> um, but if we're talking about Democratic Party voters, um, you know, you're looking at um, a better, like, like a, a higher, uh, a higher population of minority voters in um, in Virginia than in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And and a major major chunk of the Democratic Party are minority voters, mm-hmm. so I would go Virginia over Pennsylvania. Not just because I hate Pennsylvania, <laughs> but you do though, right? I don't. You don't? always hate Pennsylvania. <laughs> I don't. I don't hate Pennsylvania. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Um. I want to go over through this a little bit quicker um, because there's not much to say about it besides it's absolute trash and the people who are doing it are absolute trash. There seems to be um, a renewed push um, in order to uh, feed the feed the beast of the culture war, um, a renewed push um, for anti-LGBTQ laws across the nation. Um, there has been a lot of uproar over the emphasis on the T emphasis on the fucking T. Um, there have been, uh, so there's been a lot of uproar, war, oh my God. There's been a lot of uproar over the, um, don't say gay bill, um, Mm -hmm. being pushed in Florida, um, where it's written so ambiguously that, uh, if a teacher is asked by their student, um, what's their, like, like a a teacher, if they have a, a a teacher might not be able to say who their spouse is. If they are a gay teacher mm-hmm. <laughs> who has a same-sex spouse, uh, they potentially could be in a lot of trouble for talking about that. Yep. You can't even acknowledge that sexual orientations are a thing. Yes. E- except for straight, obviously. Straight. Obviously. Well, no, no, default. Yeah. Nor- normal. Default. And then everything else is other and weird. And, and, and you are not allowed to talk about it until they're 12. Like. Yeah. <laughs> It's so it's so absolutely like what do you think of the fact that like what, what? so one of the things that we were that that was annoying about um candidate Terry McAuliffe, former governor of um Virginia, um ran again against Glenn Youngkin and lost. One of the things that was kind of annoying about him, besides how he kept saying, you know, like um uh he kept calling him Glenn uh, calling Glenn Youngkin Glenn Trumpkin and being really cringy and weird, but one of the things that was kind of annoying was he was like he he would always bring up he's like this guy's against gay marriage. I thought we decided that, and we were like, yeah, we did. And no one seems to be using that as their as what they're like. Like, I was let me let me. I, I want to try to make sure I'm, I'm as clear as possible for this. I didn't think that that was a deciding factor of a um, of an election because I kind of thought yeah we all we all know that, and that's not something that Glenn Youngkin was really talking about. So I'm like, why is, why is, uh, like this, you're, this is essentially like trying to tie socialist to Biden. It's not going to work. It's, you know, whatever you're going to try it and it's not going to work and you're wasting airtime doing it. But 
fuck, am I wrong? Like, I'm wrong, right? This is something that they, like, that Republicans, when they get in power, literally are doing. Mm -hmm. So, like, and I'm talking, I think I was referring specifically to marriage, but clearly, there, like, there's, it's been clear that there, there's another avenue that the, that these conservatives are going down um, in terms of trying to stop school children from learning that gay people exist to um, trying to stop, uh, you know, uh, trans people from competing in sports to all this, that, and the other thing there, there's a lot of like, it's what I'm, my question here is, should I be as annoyed of Terry McAuliffe for running that way? And, or, or does he have a point that that is a legitimate thing that these conservatives are trying as they, as they gain power? Yeah, obviously there's a legitimate point there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think what happened, I, I mean, if anyone has been paying attention to state legislatures, they know that these red states throw whatever they want to at the wall to see what sticks. Mm -hmm. They're the laboratories. And, and now that they have the court that they've been working towards for decades, mm -hmm. they're going to do these things, even though we thought it's been decided. We thought, you know, we thought abortion was legal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now that they have their court, they're going to throw all the crazy stuff, all of their culture war, religious, Christian extremist bullshit, mm -hmm. and get the Supreme Court to approve it, and then they think they win. Mm -hmm. And because they've completely fucked and gerrymandered the the districts in their state, uh, they're not getting voted out. The courts aren't going to overturn their gerrymandering. Uh, their plan worked, yeah. and we all weren't paying enough attention. So I want to I wanna just a couple of things. One, I want to point out that their gerrymandering isn't actually going as well as we all thought it would. And it actually turns out that they're not nearly as in a, as much of a position to win based on gerrymandering. So we kind of have to, for the most part, throw that excuse out mean? a little bit. Like, like they, so in um, states that they have, they haven't been able to actually, uh, they've, they've focused more on protecting incumbents than they have on trying to carve out and win more seats. So in, State by state, if you look for the most part, they didn't change the maps to the point where they have a more significant advantage than they previously did. Okay, but they still have the advantage they had before. <laughs> they they have the but okay I yes they do have uh, an advantage that they that they had before. Uh, it, but I think the the, uh, the fact that they didn't do it nearly as bad. No. I'm not saying gerrymandering isn't important and isn't a thing. I'm, what I am saying is this cycle, based on what we see right now, they haven't gerrymandered nearly as much as they could. And if if they're doing it the way that they want, like you should, they didn't do that. And democratic states have fought back and gerrymandered our own states uh, in a way to um, combat what they have, what they, what we thought they were going to do and what some of them have tried to do. Well, unfortunately, so, that doesn't really matter for Texas or Alabama or Mississippi or Georgia or I, Florida. <laughs> like, these states still have the red majority in their state houses and are still passing these horrifying bills. Mm -hmm. And they're getting upheld when they're challenged in courts. That's so. That's I mean, That's absolutely correct. Wh what does it matter if California's gerrymandering their own state like? Well, here's the so so here's the thing about that. Mm -hmm. We can't do anything if more Republicans vote for Republicans than Democrats vote for Democrats in those states. Like the states that you named, Alabama, Mississippi, gerrymandering isn't necessarily the problem. It's that we don't have a we don't win in those areas. So so they're going to do that regardless of a gerrymander or not, because they're going to have the majority there because the majority of people there are Republicans. What I, what I like, I'm talking about specifically, um, gerry, like gerrymandering, uh, ger sorry, gerrymandering when it comes to, um, the United States house of representatives, not statewide. Okay. But, yeah. I was talking statewide, but, but when we talk statewide, like I said, those, unfortunately those areas, like <laughs> we need to win there. Like, 
even even uh, gerrymandering doesn't really matter if we're not we, we don't we we don't win the popular vote in Alabama in any right. statewide election other than when they legitimately run a child predator like like we so so the the way that the house goes to Alabama that's just cuz the house goes to Alabama like that's not that's not them What about not Pennsylvania play. though? Pennsylvania is completely different, and I agree with that. I agree with what you're saying on Pennsylvania. And, unfortunately, and the only reason we didn't get gerrymandered during this cycle is because we have a them. Supreme Court that is predominantly Democrat because mm-hmm. the Supreme Court is decided by a statewide election. Yep. Yeah. I, th- I that See, that is absolutely correct. For I, now. For now. <laughs> For now, because, again, we talked before about the amendment they're trying to pass. Mm-hmm. That will fuck us some more. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's absolutely correct. I think that's no 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 question there. That's absolutely correct. So you see these like these states trying to pass like some of the most heinous like mm-hmm. uh, heinous like uh, L- like anti LGBTQ uh, legislation or anti uh, anti choice legislation. And you're right; they now have the court that can, that will back them, like the the, the final court that will back them mm-hmm. when this comes up. And it's absolutely terrible. And, like, that's when we, like, unfortunately, that's where we need, um, that's where we need to win in places we don't normally win. And we need to, you know, we need to win seats in the House and Senate and pass shit that stops this nonsense. And I understand it's going to go to the court, but we have to pass shit to stop this. We just have to. That's literally the only thing that we can do. We need to win and pass legislation that stops this. And that that's, unfortunately, that's kind of like the, the really shitty situation that we're in because that is incredibly daunting and incredibly hard. And especially when the, the president, the, the Democrats have the White House and we're in a midterm year. It's fucking like, it's really fucking difficult. But that's unfortunately the situation that we are in. Um, And, and statewide, like, I, I do applaud the work that like people like there have been a lot of um, statewide efforts um, for for more progressive and like democratic candidates. And that needs to continue and it needs to get better because you you get people like Glenn Youngkin win in Virginia and suddenly we're going to ban CRT in our schools that isn't being taught. Or you get Ron DeSantis in Florida and we're going to ban the the even teachers thinking about the word gay. Like where you get, uh, you know, you get whoever the current governor of fucking name it, Mississippi, uh, Texas, uh, any of these States that are, that are trying to outright ban abortion, even though it's fucking legal. Like that's, we got to win elections. Like that's, I hate it. I hate that. Like that there's no other way besides like, we just have to win and we just have to win elections and spearhead uh fucking legislation that changes this it's awful (laughs) it's difficult but that's literally the only way out of it anyway (laughs) that's never that's never fun um i a judge blocked um uh Abbott, uh, Judge Block, Greg Abbott, governor of Texas, from investigating parents of trans children um, because Greg Abbott wanted for to, child abuse. for for child abuse. <laughs> Greg Abbott's like a fucking cartoon villain. He's the they're, they're like yet he's somehow not as bad as DeSantis. <laughs> Isn't he? No, they're both very they're both very bad. bad. Uh, Greg Abbott actually tried to do something about COVID. That's true. That actually DeSantis is true. just went, DeSantis fuck y'all. Like, nah. Y'all get to die here. <laughs> Buckle up, Florida. You're in a lot of fucking trouble. Um, DeSantis is who um, Ted Cruz thinks he is. Yes. I think that's true. I think DeSantis is absolutely what, like, Ted... He's like the mastermind mm-hmm. villain, mm-hmm. which is what Ted Cruz But I don't think... Is. See, I, uh, I just don't think... I think Ted Cruz is smarter than Ron DeSantis, though. If we're talking like masterminds, quote unquote, I think Ted Cruz is just smarter than Ron DeSantis. Yeah. Just because he went to Harvard? Not just because he went to Harvard, because he's just 
Not what, what has he done lately? That's been really smart. I mean, honestly, he doesn't do a lot of smart stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> DeSantis is calculating, and and everything he does is for his ultimate goal of being elected president. Yeah, but also he's like a Trump stooge who will get Steve. He's trying to play the game. He's trying to play the game. Like it's so clear that he's trying to play the game. Yeah, yeah. Yelling at children for wearing masks behind <laughs> yeah. him. He's definitely playing the fucking game. <laughs> That's one thing. That, um, I want to. I want to end on. Um, I want to end this segment just on like. I think that. It's really it's it, it's insane. Like it, it's insane and not insane that this continues to happen. This this push against the LGBTQ uh, Q community, like. Act like active hostility, um, just to serve a political purpose. Mm. Like, truly, I, I don't think these people care, but they're like, this gets me points. Like, there are certain people that I definitely think, like, like Rick Santorum cared. Rick Santorum <laughs> was like very upset at the idea of a gay person living across the street because that could somehow fuck up his marriage somehow. Cause I guess like Rick just won't be able to help himself. But like a lot of these, a lot of these politicians who are like so far right on this, they don't seem to act like they, I don't think they actually care. And it's so, so infuriating to like, just allow people like literal people, because these people are people. They allow them to be like political fodder and, and like a bargaining chip and like a fucking, like uh, just a prop that they use to try to beat down in order to, you know, serve their political needs at the time. Mm-hmm. And it's just disgusting. And I, I think I, it's, it's awful and it's disgusting and there's, it's just unnecessary. Like you've created the culture war. It, you could pick anything. You could pick anything, but Yeah. That's that's I I would like to end on that. Do you have do you have anything else before we move on to our last topic? No. Last topic is have you heard about this? This is where um we read each other uh we read each other articles um that the other hasn't heard or seen or well we don't know if they've heard it, but we don't think that they've seen it. Um I have two this week. <laughs> Um, so we're going to try to, we're going to try to leave it on a, a more funny note. <laughs> so, uh, this first one is from Fox 13, Tampa Bay. That's Florida, baby. Oh boy. Uh, the headline, Florida teacher accused of biting two students over jar of pickles. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Bartro, Florida. A teacher was suspended, reassigned to a different school, and now faces charges after being accused of biting two students over a jar of pickles. A spokesperson with Polk County <laughs> Public Schools in Bartro, uh, sorry, Bardo, Florida, said a complaint affidavit of two counts of battery was filed against Rhonda Rice, who used to be a teacher at Bart- Bardo Middle School. According to the affidavit last last October, Rice was in her classroom when she observed two students taking items from the kitchen slash storage area. Rice then grabbed <laughs> Rice then grabbed a jar of pickles off the shelf, and the two students thought she was taking them for herself. One student grabbed the jar in an attempt to place it back on the shelf when Rice bit him in order to release the jar, according to the affidavit. The second student then also tried to grab the jar and Rice bit him as well. <laughs> do you have uh, you what? Got <laughs> Why do they care if she's taking stuff? <laughs> Why are they trying to protect the pickles? Uh, this is this is similar to like when <laughs> when a, a story about like someone shoplifting and uh, uh, just someone who works at the store trying to stop the person from shoplifting. Let, let them do it. What does it concern you? <laughs> do you you really want to get bit over these pickles? Now, I also want to say this person shouldn't be biting people <laughs> over pickles. Um, 
The school district said last November, two students reported Rice. Um, Rice told the school district she was, quote, playing with both the students over the jar of pickles, unquote, and they grabbed it. She, quote, licked their arms to get them off, unquote. Now, I'd argue this, this is not better. Phrasing. <laughs> I understand the phrasing, but also don't lick students. You're a teacher. I don't understand why she would admit to anything. Because <laughs> I don't think anyone would consider it credible to say my teacher bit me because of pickles. No. You just say they made this all up. Yeah, but you're going to have bite marks, right? I guess they're not going to dental match this Did teacher. Did she bite them hard enough to leave marks? I truly don't know. Well, according to her, she licked them. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, one of those students is Kathy Toro's 15-year-old network- nephew. She didn't want to release his name to the media, but she released her name. Which this is a local story. You will find out who this child is. I didn't look because I'm not from here, mm-hmm. but I imagine anyone who's from there, it takes 15 to 30 seconds of Googling slash Facebooking to figure this out. Um, Toro said her nephew and another student were putting up a jar of pickles and Rice bit both of them on their forearms to release the jar. Quote, my thoughts on the situation was, what was she thinking? Toro told Fox television stations. When the, stu- when, quote, when the school notified us of the incident, we immediately took action and I wanted charges brought up against her. Toro said her nephew was doing fine, but was, quote, shocked to say the least. I'd be shocked, too, (laughs) if my teacher bit me over a fucking jar of pickles, question mark. What are we doing? (laughs) This is blowing my mind. Quote, she needs to be put in jail and learn from her mistake. (laughs) I think that's a little going a little far. She can't put any part of herself on any child. I think that tracks. Mm -hmm. I think that's very fair to say. Last December, I don't know, like adults put kids' hands in their mouth, you know, like they bite them, they nibble. <laughs> they're usually like three or four, though. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I feel like if your parent is putting your hands in their mouth and you're 15, <laughs> like that's not okay. <laughs> um, last December, the school district sent Rice a letter saying that she was suspended without pay for three days, she was also transferred to Sleepy Hill Middle School. So they just sent her to another school where she could yeah, bite I, I other like middle that. school kids. I like that idea. Like this is the you can't teach here. Go teach. This there. is the police punishment fucking mm-hmm. uh, scenario. Oh, you can't be a police officer here. We gotta send you over to this town now. <laughs> <laughs> you burned bridges here. The letter said the involuntary transfer was part of the co- teacher collective bargaining agreement. The state attorney, uh, the state attorney office said Rice is expected to appear in court in, on March 31st, and the <laughs> the the station reached out to Rice for a comment. I don't think they got one. Wow. <laughs> I, I where did you even find that? <laughs> wild. Oh, just such a wild, dumb, oh my God. What a way to ruin your career. What a, absolutely. What a way to ruin your career. Um, I, I'm going to steal this from dumb, dumb people town. Uh, how old was this teacher? 36. You are, you are not right, but you are so close. She is 63. This 63-year-old woman just straight... Never mind about ruining her career. Just... Just retire. Retire. (laughs) You went out on top biting all those kids. All right. I have a a last article, but I also have an update to the article. So we're going to start here. Uh, This is from Politico. This is another newsletters. Um... A sleepy race in Williamson County gets quirky. This is from Illinois. These are Republicans in Illinois, I believe. Uh, Scoop. In an only Illinois kind of way, Ashley Gott, treasurer of Williamson County in southern Illinois, faces a primary from Ashley Gott. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Treasurer Gott, a Republican man who was appointed to the office before winning it outright in 2020, is being challenged uh, by someone with the same name. Hmm. But get this, 
Challenger Ashley got was known as Erin Perry until she changed her name on January 6th, according to the Williamson Wait. County Clerk's Office. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> on January 6th? <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm choking. I don't think it's that. Ja- I don't know if it's necessarily that January 6th, but on January 6th, this person changed their name from Aaron Perry to Ashley Gott. <laughs> Are they a man or a woman? Uh, the Ashley Gott, the, cur- the current office is holder Ashley Gott is a man, right. and the person who changed their name is a woman. Okay. Um, quote, I've never seen anything like this before, unquote. Williams, Williamson County Clerk Amanda Barnes told Playbook, quote, it's a first for me. <laughs> and that's saying a lot given Barnes has been in the office for 26 years, nine as county clerk. Neither of the Goths nor Rob Underwood, another candidate in the Republican primary, returned our calls, emails, or texts. So we can only guess why Challenger Gott would go to such lengths uh, to take on Treasurer Gott. Um, Illinois has a long, of, <laughs> a long history of candidates changing their names to cash in on real or perceived luck uh, of the Irish come election time, blah, 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 blah. This, I... I just wanted to talk about that and how crazy so, that is. So they changed their name just for this election. Yeah. That's what it looks like. They changed their name to like to run in this specific election. That's wild. That is very wild. Now. What's the update? I have an update. <laughs> According to KPVI 6 News, news that works for you. Uh, headline, Williamson County Treasurer Race has two same-name candidates until one withdrew. Uh, the race for treasurer in Williamson County got more interesting last week when two candidates named Ashley Gott filed to run, <laughs> run as Republican uh, for treasurer. Then one eventually withdrew from the race. The current treasurer is a man named Ashley Gott. He was appointed to the office in February 2019, taking office on April 29, uh, 2019 to uh, fill the seat, blah, 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 blah. The challenger or upstart Ashley Gott is a woman formerly known as Erin Perry. Perry changed her name to match the current treasurer earlier this year. County Clerk Amanda Barnes said she filed the petition to run for office March 7th, then withdrew uh, that petition and filed a new petition on March 8th. The upstart uh, Ashley Gott, formerly known as Erin Perry, withdrew her petition to run as treasurer on March 10th. Um, so at this time she has not filed a new, uh, a new petition. So it will be current treasurer Ashley got versus Rob Underwood in the June primary. Unless something else changes, we will be keeping tabs on this story. Imagine, imagine changing your name for a county treasurer. (laughs) Is it even county? (laughs) Yeah, like, I think it's I think it's Williamson County Treasurer. Okay. It's not like they're not the state treasurer. And then giving up two days like, yeah. after you file? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, this is this is putting a lot of work in. They sound psychotic. This right? is putting a lot of work in and then deciding I don't feel like it. <laughs> like this is It's hard to change your name if it's not like a marital name thing. Yeah. Yeah, this I, it takes work to change your name, and I'd imagine I'd and Im- money. I definitely imagine that a question popped up on there that was like, "Why are you changing your name?" <laughs> and I don't know if they accept the answer because I'm trying to trick voters into voting for me instead of the current treasurer of our county. That's so weird. <laughs> This is so weird. I have so many questions that this article has not answered. No, neither of the articles can answer any of these questions. These are great. Uh, this is great. I'm flummoxed. Yes. I'm glad. I'm glad. Those are my articles. Uh, <laughs> again, wow. again, we got to keep tabs on that story just in case. Uh, they file again? They file again. <laughs> I, wow. Wow. Mm. <laughs> that's <laughs> I've, I've thoroughly confused Katrina and on that note that's going to close it out for us today um, thank you all for listening to the podcast please uh, like and uh, please like the Facebook page interact with me
Facebook page, please um, leave a review on whatever you're listening to this on and tell your friends about it so they can listen to it too. Um, and, you know, have them leave nice reviews. Don't leave bad reviews. Okay, kids. Um, <laughs> thank you all for listening. We will be back probably next week if Kate, unless anything insane happens. Um, but until then, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.